Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to Behind the Gloves. I'm guessing, and I'm delighted to be joined by world-class bantamweight, the blonde bob- bomber, Ebony Bridges. Ebony, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Very well. Yeah, just smashed my training this morning, and um, yeah, having a coffee. Good to see you. I was going to try to pull off an Australian accent when we started <laughs> this, but I didn't want to get punched in the face, so I kind of just left it out. But I'm glad you mentioned training. Talk to me about camp. Obviously, you're fighting uh, March 26th yep. in a world title fight. Yep. If this was your one and only opportunity to sell the fight, do it for me. <laughs> Mate, I'm a blonde fucking bomber. Just come and watch me. <laughs> nah, look, I'm always exciting. It's going to be an exciting fight. Obviously, um, Cecilia Roman, you know, she's um, she's like Eddie said, you know, the best, one of the best in the division. She's the longest reigning champion in the division. She's been a world champion for five years. You know, it's, we're going into her eighth title defense. And, um, you know, it's going to be a tough, you know, a tough, a good competitive fight. But I believe that this is my time now. And, and I believe that I can take that fight. You know, and she's the kind of style that I like. You know, um, she's you know that South American style. She can sit and bang. She boxes. I just think it's um, it's a good. It's just going to be a good class fight. You know, and um, that motivates me knowing that you know she is a long-standing champion and that she is one of the toughest in the d- divisions. You know, and that that inspires me and that excites me to train even harder. So I know that I'm going to be coming in my best. You know, and obviously m- moved over here for it because I I think every little bit counts. You know, every one percent. So. Yeah, you're going to see the best blonde bomber in there. So obviously just a normal, typical question for every interview. Talk to me about camp. How's camp going? We're probably about just over a month out from your fight. Yep. Talk to me a little bit about your sparring, what you do on a day-to-day basis when you're preparing for a fight like this, because your second world title attempt. Yeah, now. exactly. Yeah. Look, you know, obviously um, I've moved over here just like for camp. Um, I've decided to start training with uh, Mark Tibbs, you know, obviously a real renowned trainer um, here in the, one of the best in the UK and obviously, you know, well-known around the world as well. And I've also got, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy Tibbs there, who's, that's, you know, so much experience there and so much 
history, you know. So with the tips, it's like I've got two in one, you know, and it's, it's really great because I've got Mark as my main, and then Jimmy will come and give me some tips, and he'd be in that corner and he'll say some things, he'll come up to me after, and it's really great to just have that worldly experience and uh, from both men, you know, and obviously being in the camp with the with the boys there, you know, you got we've got Hedges and you got Fisher, perhaps having a fight, but um, yeah, I mean, it's just great, it's a great environment for me, and I just felt like, you know, for this world title, obviously my last world title was a was a phone call like a month like hey you want to fight like take I'm like yeah sweet like but this one you know I, I really wanted to give myself the, every opportunity that I could to do my very best I didn't want any excuses like last time it was like you know I'm traveling like three different time zones and all, I don't want to do that I want to come here I want to settle here um, I didn't want to be jet setting around the world during camp you know, so I think it's been a good move for me um, to come here and just stay in one spot, do my whole camp here, obviously with Tibbs and, and, and you know, Jimmy, and we've got like another, a trend down our strength and conditioning down there, Sunny. So, yeah, it's great, you know. Um, I'm fitting right in, starting to learn the Cockney, Cockney language or accent. You know, it was a bit tough at first, but I'm getting it now. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's all going really well. Um, you know, I'm three weeks into my camp, so um, it's all coming together, you know, step by step every week, getting fitter, um, you know. Um, and yeah, it's all, all good. So, and sparring's good. Just started sparring last week. Um, and that's really good. I've got Lauren Parker just coming down. She's a super fly. She's she's amazing. I've loved working with her. She's literally like perfect for me. She's got really, really fast hands. Um, she's smart. She's got a bit of power. And she's tough, you know. So that's really good. And um, Stevie Levy, she's had her up. And that was great. She's a good friend of mine, Wildcat, but I love her. And um, no, she's great as well. So good to kind of have these kind of people that I'm working with. Um, and I, yeah. See it really, and um, what was that? Was that, that was it? Yeah, I'm seven weeks to go, so feeling good and we're just warming up. So obviously, talking about your sparring there, you've mentioned Stevie Levy. She, she's new to the game. Yeah. She's still a bit raw. Uh, the super flyweight Lauren Park, and I yeah. think you, I think we spoke about Nicola Hopewell yeah. as well. Is that the type of work that you need to prepare for somebody like uh, uh, Roman? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I definitely think so. Like, um, yeah, like Lauren Parker. You know, um, she's pretty much almost perfect for me for for Roman. Like, she's she's got this, that same similar height, similar build. You know, fast hands. She she can move. She can sit on the inside with me and Trey but she can also box a little bit and she's mate I think she's like one of Britain's best kept secrets honestly like she's incredible I just think this super like this obviously I'm Benton but the super fly division like Nicola Hopewell like we mentioned before and um, Lauren Parker like that's a hot division I think like I would love to see like a tournament or like to these to bring that super fly division come up a little bit more because obviously you know we got the lightweights has been been focused on for quite a while you know with the Katie and stuff and now we've got a bit of attention on the Bantam and the super Bantam with me and Shannon and you know got Scotney as well but there's this like in the men's you know you got your flies and your super flies which are which are really really exciting too so I'd love I'd, I'd really love to see these girls on like big stages as well and, and I think they're exciting she's got super fast hands you know um, and that's good for me I'm used to always sparring big girls because of my power you know um, I find it hard sometimes to spar people around my size or smaller or whatever because um, just getting the rounds out you know or getting them to come back so um, to be able to have someone you know that is smaller and can take it and, and, and around the weight that I'm fighting is great because um, I get to do with that speed because when you're sparring with, uh, with with heavier people all the time it's great because they're tough and then they, they punch hard and all that kind of stuff but sometimes the speed's not there you know and, and I think that's super important especially for this fight you know for my reactions and everything like that so yeah totally loving it it's not a secret your fighting style you're very yeah. head down let's fuck it let's go to war <laughs> 
and, and Cecilia fights in a similar style. Yeah. Can we expect fireworks in this fight? Oh, definitely. You know, like, I don't know what kind of fight that Cecilia is going to be able to come. You know, she's she's well experienced. I don't know, like, 15 years she's been boxing or something, you know. She's had 20 fights, you know, and um, she's, yeah, incre an incredible boxer, an incredible champion as well. And, you know, I've seen a lot. She has a lot. Um, but, you know, they all say that they're going to come forward and they're going to fight and they're going to be aggressive, all of them. And they don't. They get hit by me and then they get in the back foot. You know what I mean? And, and that's happened every single time. So I'm not expecting a, a fully out war. Um, I'm going to be preparing for everything because she can do everything. She's she's a champion. She has the big toolbox. So I'm just preparing for everything. Obviously, I would like to just sit and go toe to toe because I do love that kind of fight. If it's an exciting fight for the fans and me just chasing someone around the ring. But, um, you know, um, I'm, I know I'm going to be prepared for everything. And in terms of fighting, Cecilia, why such a tough fight for your fight back? Because you, you could have picked anybody. You could have you could have eased your way back into a world title and then had a bigger year. So why agree to this fight at this time, right, right now, like in a month's time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. After breaking my hand in my last fight. Look, do you know what? Honestly, I um, like I always say, like I'm literally I'm not here to fuck spiders. If you don't know what that means in, in Australian, that means I'm not here to fuck around, you know? Like why the fuck should I just take, you know, these little warm-up fights or like keep tuning up? Like it's not wasting my, it's not really wasting my time, but I don't care. Like I just want to have good fights. I want to challenge myself, um, you know, of course I want to win, I want to be a world champion, but I'm also not scared of losing, you know, those kind of fights you take because you want to build and, and or you want to practice this, and you're, but for me, I'm a bit older, you know what I mean, each fight that I have is is more wear on me, it's, it's another six months, it's another, you know, and I'm older, you know, and, and I seem to be injury prone, so who knows, you know, I don't know, God willing, knock on wood, that I don't get injured, but I would rather get, you know, like, I don't want to have like a six round or eight round fight, you know, and then who knows, I'll have and be out for another whatever, do you know what I mean? So give me the fights, win or lose, it's going to be exciting for me, it's going to be exciting for the fans, I'm going to love it and I'm going to grow and I'm going to get experience and that's that's what I care about, you know. Um, I'm always going to give it my best and I'm always going to put my head down and train like, um, you know, any fight that I have going to train like it's a world title for me, like no matter who it is, but to have that belt, you know, and I, I feel like I'll, you know, I deserve it and it's my time to get that belt. Um, I, I believe, you know, done all this boxing, I want something putting me, you know, put it up in there. But yeah, no, um, that's pretty much it, you know, I just don't want to stuff around. And I said to Eddie, Eddie said to me, he did, he said, oh, do you want to take, do you want to have this fight, do you want like a comeback fight, you know, obviously after my hand and, you know, and I had a, a heavy year of training and injuries. And I was like, man, Eddie, I don't fuck around, no, just I want a world title, give me a world title, fucking, and then we'll go from there, do you know what I mean? Each third of time, God willing, God willing, I, I, I win this world title and then it will change my fucking life every sacrifice that I've made you know giving up at home coming over in here moving over here you know pretty much being away from my home my partner you know my family everything like that like having that belt which is obviously the goal and and the epitome you know the top the top of the thing it just makes it all worth it you know what I mean not just winning another six round or an eight round fight it's not, it's not enough for me for all the sacrifices that I've made do you know what I mean it's the world title that, that makes all those sacrifices and yeah god willing I, I win you know and then yeah, I'm like, that was all worth it. But yeah, anyway. I don't know, we, we spoke about a little bit off a camera there. What's it like being around like Mark Tibbs and Johnny Fisher, John yeah. Hedges, Tommy Fletcher, and those guys? Do, they, do, do you bring do you bring each other on? Does it, yeah. does it give you an extra buzz? Does it give you something you didn't have in Australia when you were training? Oh yeah, definitely. You know, like being around, obviously most places where I've trained, I've always been like just by myself training or or um, being like the top of the, the gym, you know what I mean? Like the most experienced and the most driven and the most, like I've, I've always got that, you know what I mean? Because I 
I am so driven and I graph so hard but it's nice to be surrounded by other people in the gym that have the same kind of energy that they want to do their best and they're on a mission as well to do to do well and work hard you know so our energy all working together we all push each other you know and that's it's really nice to have that you know to be able to like and have you know that that around you instead of you know I don't mind working hard by myself I motivate myself 100% but it is nice to have that company and that energy around in the gym 100% you know Perfect, and and kind of moving on. Let's let's talk about your uh, UK rival, like you and Shannon Corney. The, the first fight was great. Like for me, that was fight of the year when you guys yeah. fought. I thought it was excellent. I just I just I, you stole the card. Yeah. I'm sorry you took it from Conor Ben. That's just my opinion. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but speak. I, I spoke to Shannon yesterday at the um, at the uh, Taylor Serrano press conference, which we'll move on to shortly. And I saw another interview that she thinks that you won't beat uh, Cecilia Roman. What's your thoughts on that? Um, she's, of course she's gonna say that. You know what I mean? Like it's Shannon Courtney. She's not gonna say that I'm gonna beat her. She she just right, she thought she won her last fight. Enough said. She obviously doesn't know boxing, so I, I you know whatever she she says I uh, would take it with a grain of salt. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. That's that's all I have to say. On the flip side of the coin, she also said on, uh, in her presser that um, she wants a winner out of uh, you and Roman, and obviously that's a fight that you've been not shy about, you've been actively chasing. So I assume if everything goes well with you and uh, goes well with her, again, that's not going to be something you're going to shy away from and you still want that rematch. Well, I mean, I'm not going to really just give it to her if she doesn't have a belt, you know. She didn't want to fight me um, and I didn't have one, so I think it would be better if she had a belt. So she might have to go fight Jamie Mitchell and beat Jamie Mitchell for me to fight her again if I have the belt and I've beaten Roman. And, um, yeah, so that's, that's you know, I'm not going to be like, hey, Courtney, here's, a, here's another shot at a world title, you know, when she didn't want to give it to me. So, you know, she's going to have to work for it, definitely. How was your time in Cardiff? Cardiff's amazing. I love the Welshies. I love the Welsh fans. They're amazing. It was good to be there. Got a good, good reception by all, you know everyone that was there. And um, yeah, it was great. You know, um, my first time being at a boxer event as well, which was really good. Um, nice to see all that. The Welsh fans are absolutely fucking nuts. Like I just, I was like in there going, wow, like for Liam, you know. And it was, it was unreal. It was so cool, and they were rowdy as, and I just love that. And it just made me kind of think like about Leeds, like when I'm in Leeds Arena, like because the Leeds fans are like that as well. And I'm like, that's. I can't wait for this, you know what I mean? It was it was great atmosphere there. And obviously you were ringside for it. What did you think of Clarissa Shields' performance that night? Uh, you know, I highly rate Clarissa Shields. I think she's absolutely amazing. Um, she showed a lot, she showed more levels to her game again, you know, adding all those body shots in, which she doesn't usually do a lot of, and that was just amazing to me to see that. Her slickness, just, you know, she's hard to hear. She's, she's so patient and so calm, you know, and she just makes everyone look average, you know, and she's fighting undefeated fighters and she's fighting champions and and she's just making them all look average and um, it's incredible great to watch it was great to see that on the side mind you that Cozin or however you say her name she was tough as Cozin she was tough I was like damn like you know like 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 Clarissa was giving it to her, you know what I mean? And, um, yeah, she was bloody tough. And I think the two-minute rounds makes it harder as well. You know, I think if it was three minutes, it could have been stopped a few times. I mean, that's a lot of women's fights are like that. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. 
With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And obviously you must have seen the uh, skirmish between uh, Savannah and uh, Clarissa at the end when they exchanged words. How does that fight play out in your mind? Because obviously Savannah's a big puncher, yeah. but Clarissa's a two-time Olympic gold medalist. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I can't. I don't know how that fight plays out, honestly. It's really a 50-50 fight for me. They both have different... Um, different things about them that, that make them unique and make them really, really good. Um, you know, obviously Savannah's a puncher um, and she's slick and a bit awkward, do you know what I mean? Where um, Clarissa's literally like textbook clinical, like when I watch Clarissa fight, it's like I'm watching a dude fight, do you know what I mean? Like she fights like those American, like she's just, she's got that kind of like just finesse about her, like and she's just so patient, but, and she's got the most experience, you know, she's the one that's fought a lot of champions and a lot of undefeated fighters, she's had good fights. Unfortunately, for Savannah and it's no fault of her own she hasn't had that kind of experience yet you know fighting those top undefeated fighters or you know f fighting full camps you know but doesn't mean that Savannah's not I think Savannah's great Savannah's great to watch and her power like you know when I look at sometimes the people that Clarissa's fought and that if Savannah was to fight them she could knock them out you know what I mean I think so it just comes down to how's it going to work can Savannah actually land a punch on Clarissa because Clarissa's so slick and she's got great rea reactions or um, you know is is Clarissa going to outwork her I don't know I, I really don't know but I do believe it's a 50-50 fight and it's probably I'm really excited for that fight I'm probably I don't know if I'm a little bit more excited about that fight than the Katie Serrano fight to be honest because I don't know I just I just I don't really pick that I feel like Serrano's going to beat Katie you know and I'm pretty pretty set on that but because I have no idea about who's going to win the, the Clarissa Savannah fight, I really want to see it. Like, I'm just like, I need to know who's better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, and just kind of staying on the topic about fighting, and obviously you were in Wales. Yeah. Uh, Matt Truven gone on a little bit of a drive recently, signing Sky Nicholson, yeah. Brock Jarvis. They're trying to make the Haney um, Cambosis yeah. fight. Have you got any interest about fighting back at home? Um, yeah, of course, you know, it would be nice to fight at home, like in front of Australia. Um, it's a little bit hard because of my camps and stuff like that. But yeah, look, um, I would, it would be nice to win a belt and go and defend it in Australia, you know, um, for the boxing fans. I think, you know, boxing still has a long way to go in Australia, as in the fans and the sport in itself, you know. Um, so, but I think a good fight, I'd say, you know, obviously with a promotion like Matrim behind them to hype it all up and fighters like myself, Cambosis, Sky, Brock, all these kind of fighters and having a card like that could really maybe boost the Australian boxing scene, you know, which is, it really needs it. So, you know, we're getting a bit better now with Tim Zhu and, you know, um, No Limit over in Australia. Don't get me wrong. Australia boxing's probably in its, at its peak for, at the moment, but it's still got a while to go, only because of the different sports in Australia. You know what I mean? So it's just not at the top. And obviously moving on now, we've mentioned it a couple of times there, but... Amanda Serrano and Katie Taylor had their final press press conference the last time they'll see each other before they go to camp yep. uh, and see each other on fight night. 
break that fight down for me. Who wins that fight and what do they need to do to win it? Yeah, so um, when I'm looking at that fight, you know, obviously got Katie who's um, you know she's got those fast hands she can move her feet you know she's she's good in that sense but she doesn't really have the power and then you got Serrano who's seven times world uh, seven time division champion you know she's been boxing pro for a very long time she's got these wicked body shots she's got a lot of power and so that she has that power you know and um, I like the way um, Serrano picks her shots you know what I mean she's she really goes for the stoppages and she goes and, and sets her punches up and stuff like that um, and I just feel like the way Katie's been in the last few fights um, you know it does seem like I don't hate to say it but it does seem like she's kind of either she's she's like going on a, on a down a little bit or she's not really changing too much you know what I mean I haven't really seen much of an evolution of Katie she's the same fighter as she was you know 10 years ago which is amazing don't get me wrong because what she's doing works so far you know um, but she's always you know she's always been that one always above everyone else you know what I mean um, where this is kind of a fight where you know Serrano really is up right up there as well but the, the styles are so different you know like Serrano has a real pro boxing style Katie is still still amateurish to me do you know what I mean she still has a, like that kind of she hasn't really fully adapted to a pro style so it just depends um, and I, I just the way I see it I see um, Serrano maybe breaking down her body trying to slow her down because I know Katie's gonna want to want to move maybe we move away from her power I see probably um, Serrano breaking that body down trying to slow her down and just getting her heading, hitting her with some big shots you know Katie gets hit she dives in with her head when she throws all those flurries do you know what I mean and you don't want to be diving in with your head like that against the Serrano the southpaw who can just counter you do you know what I mean because she counters as well and she's very aggressive so you know uh, I, I just I do see Serrano just edging that fight for sure but yeah <laughs> who knows we'll see Obviously, uh, from what I've, I don't know what you've seen on social media, but from what I've seen on social media, people are really split down the middle with this one. Like, but even it's a 50-50 fight. Uh, Serrano's one loss and one draw have come and when come when she's fought above featherweight. Do you think that plays in her mind? Um, no, I don't think so. You know, and I think it was a while ago as well. You know what I mean? When she was still new, quite new. Her loss was like so long ago. You know, she's. I think she's evolved. I've watched her over the time evolving. I mean, she does fight smaller opponents. You know, a lot of her fighters are smaller opponents. Um, but. Even though Katie's bigger, she's not really a puncher. I think if Katie was a puncher, it could be a little bit more worrying. I, you know, can can Serrano deal with the speed? We'll see. Do you know what I mean? Best way to best, best way to slow speed down is to fucking hit them hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they don't want to be coming in, diving in, and hitting you if they're gonna get hit and hurt. You know? So yeah, it's just it depends on the tactics, really. You know? And and it can go either way. But obviously, I'm edging towards um, Serrano. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Will you be in New York for it? I am not sure. I'm just focusing on my fight at the moment. I have no idea, no thoughts of what's going to happen after that fight. So for me, it's just focusing on the next seven months, uh, seven months, seven weeks. And then um, once I win that belt, we'll see what's next. And just a final uh, bit on Serrano Taylor. So I don't know if you watched the press conference, but Serrano called Taylor out on 12 three-minute rounds. Oh, yeah. That's that's what yeah. she wants yeah. to do for their fight. And um, I, I, the, the fight's big enough in itself already. And, and yeah. Katie kind of said that we don't need to do that kind of right now but what's your thoughts on um, female fighters obviously fighting less minutes and less rounds here we go um, 
look, it's all about money for me because we're not going to get paid anymore, especially not at first. But we might get paid more if we do it and then in five years when everyone's getting knocked out because usually, honestly, even with my opponents and you see it all the time, like even with that skelly Jamie fight, two minutes, like if there was three minutes, that fight would have been finished in the first round. There's, and even Clarissa's fight, there's so many fights that would have been finished if there was that extra minute, you know, because they do get, the two minutes is, is just short, you know. But mind you, two minutes makes it exciting as well. But it's a lot, it is a lot more work. It's a lot more danger. It's a lot more, you know, health-like because we are, you are going to get more knockouts. But are we going to get more money for that risk? Do you know what I mean? At the moment, we're still not getting paid enough for two minutes, you know. And don't get me wrong, I understand commercial value, but still, I, the same commercial, if there's two fighters that have a similar commercial value as a male, they're still not getting paid the same. You know what I mean? Like, we're getting paid more, don't get me wrong, it's a process, and I totally understand that. Nothing happens overnight. And you've got to be happy with the way that women's boxing is going. You've got to be very happy with the moves that it's making. But it's going to take time before we get anywhere near that equality or even getting the fans to be able to really tune in so we can get that commercial value as well across the board. But I just feel like, yeah, like... I don't know, like I'd be definitely wanting to get paid more. Like, okay, well, if that's how much you're going to get me paid for two two rounds, uh, no matter my commercial value, I'll want an extra this much if we're going to do three-minute rounds. Like, no matter the commercial value, I want an extra whatever. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? So, yeah, and I think, I mean, it's great for Serena to say that, but let's be honest, she fucking knows that it's not going to happen. So you can talk it as much as you want. It's not going to happen. But it makes it look good. She's smart. You know, she got Jake Paul in her corner probably telling her a lot of things to say. You know, just smart. It's, it's smart because it makes her want it. It looks like she wants it and, you know, but we know it's not going to happen. And what's your thoughts on Jake Paul? Obviously, I don't want to say he was a joke because he's not, but at the beginning he was fighting a YouTuber like two years ago, but he seems to have really excelled, uh, first of all, in promoting and fighting. Yeah. Well, look at it. Like Jake Paul, you know what? He reminds me a lot of myself. Look at me. When I was promoting myself, coming and seeing before everyone saw me and saw me actually doing good things, there was like, oh, look at this blonde bimbo lingerie with her boobs out and just talks a lot and swears and she's she's bad for boxing. She's, she's bad for women's boxing. She's she shows her body, which I fucking don't, only at weigh-ins, you know. She does this and, you know, whatever, everyone judging me and hating on me, you know what I mean? Then I came over and I fought and they seen and all the... And it's all about putting fucking views on women's boxing. It's all about... It's all for women's boxing. Do you know what I mean? It's promotion for women's boxing. They don't see that, you know, until they actually see it, until it actually starts happening. It's like, now you fucking see what I'm doing? Same with Jake Paul. I never, ever... I was always for Jake Paul because I could see. He's just a great promoter. He's a great marketer. He knows exactly what he's fucking doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. Look how much money he got, and he got those fights. He's fucking not dumb. You know, congratulations to him, and he's very, Serrano's blessed to have him, you know, because now he's all in it, and he's all heart for it. Like, you can tell he's very passionate about it, you know what I mean? And he's smart. He's very fucking smart. You wouldn't be making millions of dollars from YouTube if you're not smart. you got to be smart, you know? So, I'm all for it, and I'm glad that, and you can see the, the change of tone. People are jumping on board and actually saying, okay, wait, he is actually good for boxing, because look what he's doing for, the, for Serrano. Look what he's doing for boxing. He is good. He is smart, but it just takes people to change because they're so fucking closed-minded just like they were closed-minded when I came on the scene because I was so different do you know what I mean but they're so fucking closed-minded but now you can see people opening their mind just like people sit, open their mind to me they're like actually you know what this Ebony Bridges isn't that bad like yeah you know she wants to be she wants to wear lingerie who gives a fuck it's underwear you know but she can fight and she actually puts a lot of eyes on women's boxing and I'm constantly promoting female fighters no one else is fucking doing that do you know what I mean so people are seeing that hey stop judging this part open your mind and actually see the goods about it and that's I think what's happening with Jake and and good on him and I hope he gets respect because he deserves it because he's a fucking great promoter 
you know. Oh, and the last kind of couple of questions I got for you. How long is the 69 waiting list? It's pretty fucking long, honestly. Like, unfortunately, my 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 69ers now are like all top tier. Like, because there was a bit there where I was getting rid of some of them because I'm like, oh, he's a bit, he's fucking slacked off, or he's not funny, he's not around anymore. But now all the ones that are in there now, like, they're solid. So to get in there, like, one of these guys have to lapse or like their Twitter has to like quit. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's pretty pretty long, and I don't know if I can open it anymore. I just can't, you know. But yeah. My 69ers, they know. After I win this world title, we can do a you know special after party. But yeah. <laughs> Perfect. And just a last thing. Have you got a message for everybody that supported you from the beginning of your journey and all the followers you picked up along the way? Man, I love you guys. You guys are all my promoters. You know, um, have been my promoters from day one. Um, if it wasn't for my fans, and I said it over and over again, if it wasn't for my fans, I wouldn't be here. You're still promoting me. You're still pushing my name, and I absolutely love it. And I can't wait to be a world champion for everyone. Well, perfect. Blonde Bomb and Mini Bridges, thank you so much for speaking to Behind the Gloves, and we will catch up with you on Fight Week. Thank you. Hey, Fight fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps. Make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel by clicking this icon right here, and hit the bell button below so that you can receive an alert every time we upload a new video. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.